Welcome to the Black Door Musical Argument. God damn it, you don't know this fucking name of the podcast. Black Door Musical you, I Argument? I don't know you've ever said it right. I've never said it right, and I'm never going to. God damn it. That's my, that's my hook. The Black Door Argument. That's not it. The Black Door Podcast. It's still not that. Black Door Music Banana Pants. God fucking damn it, Barry. That is kind of the perfect intro, actually. God. Let's be honest. This is expanding your musical refrigerator. God. <laughs> so there's nails on the chalkboard so this is the black door music argument and this is a episode of non-refrigerator based expanding your musical collection uh which the goal is just you know taking an album that you may or may not know and kind of uh giving it a good listen have some chit chatting about it seeing whether or not it's something you might want to add to your personal music collection on your ipad nano and or newer oh ipad nano would have been ipad Pod Nano, I was Zune. Zune, let's go with Zune. Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, buying a buying a copy of the vinyl. I prefer cassette. Sure, I like that stretched out sound after that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. After you do that uh, one twenty on EP recording, and then it gets stretched out. Those are great. Hi, I'm Karsten. I'm Barry. I'm Joshua. I'm Carrie. Wow, that was. We, I don't know if we need to practice that at some we, point. We, but we may. Well, I think Carrie didn't know if she was on. I so. wasn't sure if I was. Going I mean, her to be mic's honest. not on, but yeah, she's. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Fair enough. That's actually just a toy mic we leave out for the kids in case they wander up and start talking there, eh? Uh, so today, uh, Josh and uh, Barry are going to be doing some conversation about a album which I don't know the name of. Uh. The Chicago it's back, back to the old hometown is like the official name. Of the oh, game. is that? Because it oh, also says the, the Austin G- High Gang. I thought it was the Austin High Gang. It's the Austin High Gang, which is what the Chicagoans were referred to before they were the Chicagoans. Oh. 1928 to 1930. It's the Jazz Heritage Series. There you go. Yeah. Nice. If, if you search the Chicagoans, the Austin High Gang, on YouTube, there's a... There's a picture of a an LP cover that's black and green, and and that's what this is, and that's how I listen to it. And then Josh brought the LP over to my house just to make sure I was listening to the right things, and it it was in fact that album. So, so uh, yeah, and it's a, I mean crazy it's enough, we album. do have these crazy phones that he could have just like sent you a picture. But also, yeah, I mean, I guess that well, works too. also Josh doesn't return texts within the week. Yeah. So. That although, is fair. <laughs> although I did send an actual picture of it, so you knew what you were looking for. I can't remember that when, that when I originally <laughs> sent that to you. So I'm just throwing that out there. It's all conjecture and hearsay. All right, so uh, I'm just judging from the content matter so far. I'm assuming that Josh is the one that introduced this album to Barry. And Barry gave it a listen, and now we're just going to have some conversation about yeah. it. Well, first, I'd like to hear from Josh just why he why he likes this album and why he picked it. So when I got this album, this was actually a gift from my dad. Uh, he scours different, like, I don't trash know. Trash bins? The, yeah, you know, trash bins. Uh, uh, also known as antique shops, as, you know. and Trash bins. Yeah, trash bins. Trash bins. But he found this, trash and sales. it was unopened uh, when he sent it to me. Really? And so... I got a chance to to open it and listen to it for the first time. I had never heard of the Chicagoans, and uh, being uh, a little bit older, there was kind of this nostalgic uh, feeling that came over me growing up watching um, with my dad, like Three Stooges, Red Skelton, Avant Costello, just that kind of sound that was behind this music. 
Plus, like one of the musicians' name is Pee Wee Russell, and just solid yeah. name. Yeah, like you you can't not like something that has a Pee Wee Russell in it. Well, true, but you're 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 kind of like burying the lead. Like the drummer is Gene Krupa, right? So this is not like a collection of neighborhood musicians. These are real skilled musicians at the beginning of their career. Some of them, some of them went on to have some. Uh, unfortunate things happen in their life, but this was a really skilled group of musicians starting off in Chicago. And I gotta say, you know, I, I started off a little rough on it, but this the the way the musicians sound is phenomenal. I mean, uh, especially the clarinet. I forget who is the clarinet on this one, but that guy is bending notes better than uh, Benny Goodman, and you know he's just re- really putting some uh, some curve on the ball. You know, I mean. I, I love the way it sounds, as they play. What I what I don't like about it is the fact that it's you know pre World War II pre tape recordings, so it's you know Gene Krupp is on it. You can tell he's got talent, but the recording is just not great. So yeah, well I mean it's 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 an older recording. So, sure. Yeah. No, like I said, I it was unopened when I got it. <laughs> No, I think it's like the musicianship, but it's it's certainly um, the recording. You can tell is is not a high. Am I coming off? Okay, uh, and that's one of the things where I, I kind of like hit a sweet spot with uh, with older recordings, where kind of post war is where I get into it, just because when it comes to the those earlier recordings where you know the fidelity is just not what it becomes later. I, I get turned off just on the basis of that. The singer's great. The band's great. You know, Gene Krupa's in there. But Gene Krupa's drums sound like a, a kid playing on a piece of paper, you know, sometimes. And it, it really takes away from the, from the music. And then... Take that. Yeah. Sounds well, like I'm a not... piece of paper. Freaking drummer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, those percussionists. And then a couple, you know, a couple of those... Uh, the recording spaces, I don't know if they're like recording into one mic in a in a dance hall, but the the reverb is uh huge and I would say not great. Just because I think they're playing in kind of like an empty dance hall. There's no bodies to absorb the sound. Right. And and with this album there's also there's the uh, this is like almost a collection of different different tunes that right. span their entire career from the Chicago one. So it's not just Yeah. From I mean you the, and you can beginning. tell from track to track. There's a different sound. There's it's different recording situations. Like, like a two year span. Yeah, 1928 to 1930. But uh, listening to it, I did right away recognize that these these tracks were fantastic to listen to as far as musicianship. And I'm just one of those people who has a real hard time getting through bad recordings. And don't get me wrong, I I listened to this probably ten times. So I, I'm not like you know trying to say I oh, don't. No, it's not worth listening to. I I'm very particular, so I almost okay. Hate. So I, I just want to pose this question since you, you're just really understanding what you're saying. Your biggest gripe with it is just the the quality of the recording, which right. for the time probably wasn't bad. No, for the time I would say it's probably just par par for the course. Okay, just because really it's one of those like I guess so. Just based off of yours, it's like it really is shit. So don't give it a listen. No, I don't know. If that's really what you're saying. It's no, no. I would sure say certainly give it a listen. 
especially I, you know, I'm a picky asshole when it comes to sound quality. And so I think that, <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, but I think, um, I actually want to go and find, cause I know they have some later recordings and I want to dig in and find some more. Uh, yeah. I would love to hear more of, of what they have too. There's a couple uh, tracks in there in particular that I like. Um, mm-hmm. and it, you had mentioned it earlier too, is the, the, the very first one on, on side a, yeah. um, with the scatting that, that it starts with. And that's yeah. just kind of fun to listen to. And I mean, it, and again, for me, it's a, like a, it's a, there's a nostalgic sound. No, there is um, a nostalgic it, sound, which is why I enjoy it so much. Yeah. So. Sometimes though it's a little haunting, like uh, like you can always picture like a, a movie where you're like walking down a long wooden hallway of an old mansion, listening to the echoey sound of a phonograph, and this, and you come around the corner and the old lady's murdered. I don't know, that's what I was thinking, but yeah, don't worry, I'm not going the dark side here. But no, no, I really he like said not going to the dark side. He literally just tried to Jedi mind trick me right there. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not going to the dark side here. I wasn't concerned. <laughs> now I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned. Yeah. No, the the musicians are fantastic. The singer is fantastic, fantastic. And I wanna I wanna dig more, especially if and I know the, uh, the I know the um, you know the, the members of the group change over time, but I really want to see if I can find some you know post war recordings because you know right after the war, uh, tape technology comes out of Germany that just changes mastering and uh the quality of all the recordings went up almost instantly because really at this time you know quality music was transmitted live on radio so you know everybody i was like oh yeah back in the 20s everything sounded really tinny no they were they were doing live shows from like locations over radio and so those would sound fairly good it's just that the the medium we had to record those on degraded their sound so i mean we lost a lot of fidelity from all those early days of great musicians. So I thought it was a great album. And if I wasn't pickier, I'd probably try to try to find a copy for myself. Yeah. Uh, had I not gotten this as a gift, I don't know if I would have gone out and actually like sought this out. Cause I didn't know who the Chicago ones were before this, but uh, after listening to it, this has become one of my regulars uh, in my, yeah. my listening repertoire. Well, if I, if I had it in my collection, I could totally see, you know, throwing it on while you're doing something in the house and just having it in the background because it's a it's a great album. Good background music. That's what that's what it is. I'm Joshua. I'm Barry. I'm Karsten. I'm Gary. Thank you. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, baby it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside.